Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Superview Show's Mixed Bag coming to you live once again. We the best podcast. We the best. We the best <laughs> podcast. And we'll get if you don't understand the joke, watch last week. Oh, yeah, totally. I am joined by my good man, Bill Murphy. What's going on, everyone? And we're joined by some guests, aren't we? Yes, Mr. Matt you, Hemsley. You're contractually obligated. Here. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, Matt Hemsley, how are you? I'm doing well. I'm excited to be here. Good, good, good. And returning from last week's discussion to fulfill his list is Mr. Dan Zuckerman. Dan is here tonight. Hey, thanks for having me again, guys. No problem. It's like you're not sick of us yet, huh? No, no, yeah. not yet. <laughs> so, Bill, why don't you only explain about what, what our topic is tonight? If the, the video okay. is just enough. Our, our topic here tonight is... Okay, last week we did... Top, we did our most over overrated music artists. Uh-huh. Tonight, we're going to do something somewhat less controversial. We're going to be doing our most underrated music artists. Yep. So these are the artists that we feel don't really get enough praise or enough credit. Or they do get enough, or they do get praise, but maybe they're just, you know, tapered off. Yep. So we're going to let Dan go first tonight, and I'm sure he's in for a treat. So Daniel Zuckerman, talk to me, my friend. What do we got going on for you? What's your first musical artist? All right. Well, the first one I have, um, and these are not in any particular order, just, you know. Yeah, none of these are in a particular order. <laughs> um, the band called Swing Out Sister. They're um, kind of a lot of, they do a lot of different kinds of stuff. Jazz, pop, R&B, soul ambient you never know what you're going to get with this band you probably remember them best to anybody who's listening for the song breakout don't stop to ask and now you found break to make right. it last you've got to find a way say what you want to say break out it's a um, great song that's the only one they're really known for but um they're a great band and they're huge in japan that's one of the more interesting facts about them you know japanese love them you know they crank they cling on to very peculiar artists. So I recommend them. They have a lot of good albums. Awesome. Hmm. I've never heard of them, but uh, any, of them. any, any yeah, thoughts for Swing Out Sister, guys? None. I want to check them out now. So so, awesome. so thanks for that. Yeah, well, that's, like that's my hope. I feel like we're going to be learning shit tonight, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> we're going to be learning. <laughs> you um, learned something. You didn't think you were going to, but hey, you know, that's the fun of it all. That is the fun of it. <laughs> um, so I go to my next band. Go right ahead. All right. Um, this band is not, um, they don't do flashing, but they have a flashy name. They're called the Hooters. Um, uh, you may remember. Uh, I've, I've heard of them. Yeah, you probably remember And We Dance. That's probably their biggest hit. Um, but they're pretty wow. good. They're, um, they do a lot of, uh, you know, rock stuff. Uh <laughs> Some of the members they've crossed paths with different people throughout the years. Um, I think Rob Hyman's in the band, and he wrote uh, "Time After Time" for Cyndi Lauper. Oh wow! Okay. And Eric Bazilian's a member of the group. He also wrote the Joan Osborne song "If God Was One of Us." Um, <laughs> oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Interesting. So, All right. Yeah. So you know, I I think maybe why they're overlooked is because you know they're just I think they were just in an overcrowded market. The '80s had a lot of you know middle of the road kind of bands but this is more the middle of the road you know this is like king of the road <laughs> in my opinion gotcha 
Gotcha. You listen to like something like the song called All You Zombies. It's got some biblical references and it's kind of like a reggae tinge. It's it's great. You know, I highly recommend it. All right, man. Awesome. Any comments for the Hooters? Never heard of them, but that sounds very interesting. Absolutely. I mean, the 80s was full of so much music. It's just there was so much being created. And it's good to know there's other bands out there that were lesser known that we could check out. That's good to know. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, they're one of the best. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you got next? Okay. It's another one you've probably never heard of before. Uh, she's a wonderful singer from Poland. Her name is Basha. And um, she's another kind of one who dabbles in different styles, jazz, sophisticated, some Latin kind of uh, uh, styles. And um, she's got a really nice voice. And um, she's one of those artists that, there's only um, so much oh. music released from her in the last 20 years, but it's always worth it. You know, um, I think I recall she hadn't written an album before. She didn't write much music, but she wrote pretty much all of her debut album time and time. And that's that's one of those albums that to me doesn't really have a bad song on it. So I highly recommend it. Gotcha. All right. I, I've never heard of this one either. So that's, it's definitely it's definitely good that you know this stuff. So people who li- are listening and watching can pinpoint it and figure it out on their own and go from there exactly exactly it sort of takes you on a world tour when you know some of these singers are from different countries so you kind of get to experience what that country uh likes in terms of music you know yep definitely any comments for uh it's basha you said yeah basha yeah basha any comments for basha guys so it's like a latin kind of so she does like a bunch of different styles yeah, again, I say like jazz, Latin, sophista pop. That was a very common term in the 80s. Pop. Um, you know, I, I like artists that can like break the mold. They're not just stuck in one, you know, kind of mold. Like we were talking about some of our bands last week that all sound the same. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's interesting. Now I want to go listen to this chick. Yeah, yeah. You won't regret it. Gotcha. All right. All right. What do you got next? Um, you might know these guys. They're called Phoenix. Oh, yeah, I know them. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're a good choice. Yeah. So for anyone who doesn't know, they're a French band. Um, probably best known for the song 1901. Um, I like how they kind of meld different styles, like they're current sounding, but also they are like kind of a throwback to the 80s in some ways. Um, in fact, one of the guitarists for the band, uh, Laurent Bransowitz, I think uh, hopefully I'm saying that correctly. He said, the day after a TV show, we're famous for about 24 hours. And that just seems to be true. They get a little bit of attention, but then they kind of disappear for a while. And I think their music's great. Um, like Tootie Fruity, uh, Not the Little Richard song, Trying to Be Cool. All those are, are good ones uh, to check out. And fun fact, the lead singer is married to Sofia Coppola, the director. Oh, cool. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm, interesting. Yeah. Learn something new every day. Absolutely. Yeah. With me, I have too did, much. Did they ever break up or no? No, I think they're still going. I don't know if they've got anything new coming out, but I think as of right now, they're still together. Yeah. I, I know a bunch of their songs, but I know the more popular okay. ones. Like I was, I, it, one, look, which, it the returning with the music. You mentioned. Right, yeah. What's that, Matt? Uh, oh, I was just saying, I know a few of their songs, but I think only the more well known ones. Like 1901, which uh, Dan mentioned, 
and uh, Listomania and Lasso. Maybe there's a few others. That's them? Listomania is Phoenix? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listomania. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. All right. Any um, other comments for Phoenix, anyone? Or? No. Well, I knew Listomania, but I didn't know that was the band that did it. How about that? Yeah, there you go. Sometimes right, I have to put the name. <laughs> oh, I guess I got to do my last one now, right? Yeah. If you would like to, go ahead. Yeah. So um, there's another band probably guys may not know, may know. Uh, they're called the Water Boys. They're not related oh, to yeah. the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, yeah. They're good. <laughs> I've heard of them. I've heard of them. Uh, I never another heard band, of them. I think another band that doesn't get a lot of credit. And they, like I said, they go everywhere, too. They've done rock. They've done folk. They do great Celtic music, you know, mm. gets you in the mood. Um, Hole of the Moon's probably their best known song, and that's probably my favorite one. It's just, uh, just puts a smile on your face, and it's worth the five minutes, however long it takes to get through that was it. Good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, think, I like um, that one too. Uh, what's it called? I think a bang on the ear. I think that that's just such a great song. So it's, it's, yeah, it's a long one, but it's, it's great. Yeah. I also like Fisherman's Blues and yeah, Strange Boat. One. We will not be lovers, you know, anything with the Irish influence, because that that music always gets me in a good mood, you know. As an Irishman, I approve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's all very respectful, you know. It's um yeah, I just I can't get enough of these guys, you know. Hey Dan, I gotta right. say one thing. You and your obscure music. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's a jab at a certain it. someone we know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I, I, I could have given you even more obscure, but then I'd have to explain who they are, and that takes about uh, out about half the fun, you know? <laughs> yep. Hey, like, this is all very interesting. Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys like it. Yeah, this is, um, I mean, I could give you, like, a whole, like, I could probably do a whole hour just myself of my favorite bands that no one cares about, but, you know, this is a great about this show. It spreads the wealth, you know. Spread the wealth, my friend. Spread the wealth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, anything else, Dan? You're good. Um. Yeah. I mean, I got a couple honorable mentions, but maybe you want to hear. Maybe want to hear what other everyone else is doing first. Yeah. You know what? Let's go to Matt. Okay. Let's go to Matt. Here we go. Congratulations, Matt. You've been picked. I. Uh, I didn't have trouble coming up with with artists but i i had a little trouble trying to think you know what what should count as an underrated artist and i, I took a different approach than daniel i i'm i'm not talking about you know more obscure artists i'm talking about artists that are that are pretty well known but i think are are uh underappreciated i like that uh, and the first one uh this might be a little controversial mm-hmm. is is whole oh. i agree with you on that one man oh <laughs> not, not that whole. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I mean, this is a, uh, you know, the band that Courtney Love was a mm-hmm. was a singer of. They were uh, somewhat popular in the '90s. Their most famous song is "Celebrity Skin." My yep. guess is you you've heard it. Um, and I just think that you know they they did they had a little bit of grunge, they had a little bit of power pop. Uh, I just think they uh, you know, you know, made a lot of great songs. Um, and, but uh, they're not as appreciated as I think they should be. Hmm. I think I can get behind that. Anyone I else for Hole? Their music, so I can't say anything. Okay. Anyone for Hole? Any comments? 
I don't know much about their music. I know one song, Miss World. Um, yeah, that's I, a good one. I feel like I need to humanize Courtney Love a little bit. I think she gets maybe not always the deserved bad rep that she gets. Yeah, I mean, I think she deserves it to some extent, but uh, I mean, you know, think about it this way. Kurt Cobain was, you know, just as messed up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. For more info on that, go listen to my Nirvana rant last week. (laughs) (laughs) Plug for that one. Shameless plug. Shameless plug. (laughs) Uh, Should I go on my next one? Go ahead. Uh, This one is... uh, uh, mm-hmm. I, my guess is you've heard of them, uh, the Wallflowers. I th- mm. think I have the Wallflowers. I know them. Yeah, they were, um, you know, also you know somewhat popular in the '90s. Their most famous song is "One Headlight," which is you know one of my favorite songs of all time. I think it had such great deep lyrics, uh, and you know the, I would say their their sound is you know adult alternatives. I would compare them to. Counting Crows, Hootie and the Blowfish, Dave Matthews Band. Those types. Um, and, uh, you know, a lot of great, you know, adult alternative pop rock songs. Yeah. Uh, Sixth Avenue Heartache. Um, mm. uh, Three Molinas. They do a great uh, cover of uh, Into the Mystic by Van Morrison. Mm, okay. Um. Right. And fun fact, their lead singer is Jacob Dylan, who's Bob Dylan's son. Oh, but uh, but he, his that. music is uh, very different than his father's. Interesting. All right. Cool. Any comments for the Wallflowers, gentlemen? Oh, I feel like I got to go listen to them now. Yeah, I can vouch for the Wallflowers. They, they are pretty good. I got to get into them, more of their music. I Speaking of covers, I like their version of the Beatles is uh, I'm looking through you better than the original. I think it's a lot smoother. Oh, I, I should look right. that up. I don't think I've heard that one. Yeah, it's on the I Am Sam soundtrack, which oh, had all okay. Beatles covers. Hmm. Hmm. That's interesting. Any other comments of the Wallflowers before Matt goes to his next pick? No, go right ahead, Matt. Go for it, bud. Okay, my next is uh, another 90s rock band, Everclear. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Yeah. Um, you know, their most famous song, I, I guess, would be Father of Mine, which I think is a very good one. Uh, they had a lot of other great songs. Man, uh, Bill... song, Father of Mine. That's on yes, it's that one. Where have you been? That's them. Yes. Uh, Santa Monica was another one of their big songs. Uh, Wonderful is, is a great one. Uh, Everything to Everyone. Um, I just, you know, they had a lot of uh, great songs, um, and you do hear them sometimes on like the '90s station or on an alternative rock station. Uh, but to me, they're not, you know, quite as celebrated as as they should be. All right. Any other comments for Everclear guys? Hmm. No. Guess they gotta check them out more. You know, see what they're see what they're about. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think if you like, you know, '90s alternative rock, you like you like Everclear. Hmm. All right, cool, man. What else you got? Uh, next one. This is going in a bit of a different direction. Is Jimmy Cliff? Oh, oh wow. very good choice. Good choice. 
uh, you know, Jamaican reggae singer. Uh, his most famous song is probably his cover of I Can See Clearly Now. Wait, that was a cover? Yeah. Yeah. The original was Johnny Nash. Ah, see, we're learning stuff. <laughs> um, we had a lot of other great songs. Wonderful World, Beautiful People. Uh, you can get it if you really want. Oh, I really that's like also, that. Song. That's also one of his uh, more well-known songs. Uh, the Harder They Come. Uh, he, he has a great uh, uh, song about the Vietnam War. Uh, it's called Vietnam. Actually, uh, Bob Dylan is coming up again. Uh, Bob Dylan said that it was that Vietnam was the greatest protest song he ever heard. Really? Yes. Wow. Um, you know, he just, you know, I think one of my, if not my favorite reggae singer. Um, and, you know, I think he's just as good as Bob Marley uh, or someone like that, um, but not quite, not quite as, uh, as appreciated. Interesting. All right. Cool, cool. That's interesting. I, I agree with the assessment. I enjoy his music a lot. Yeah. And also, weird, weird fact here. When I was a kid, I used to have like this Disney Superstars CD, and he has and he and he, he did this cover of Akuna Matata, which I thought was really cool. Nice. What has this been? Random facts with Bill. Random facts with Bill. We'd love to see it. Awesome. Matt, great pick, by the way. Jimmy. Did, didn't he do Trapped, if I'm not mistaken? I think so. Okay, because Springsteen likes to cover that one a lot. That's why I asked. Yeah. Um, any other comments for Jimmy Cliff, Reggae God? Anyone else? Not really. All right, Matt, the floor is yours. What's your next pick? Okay. I have a last one. This is one of my favorite artists of all time. Uh, maybe it's, you know, they might be too... He might be too uh, celebrated to be considered overrated, but uh, uh, you guys can comment on that. Uh, the last one is Leonard Cohen. Huh. For, for underrated. For underrated. Yeah. <clears throat> Leonard Cohen, if I can type it in. Yeah, no, that's a good choice, too. He's, yeah. uh, you know what? Yeah, he, I yeah. Don't know. I, I, I can get behind that one, yeah. I don't know, I think actually. Leonard Cohen is, uh, you know, mostly known for Hallelujah. But you know, such a great song. Um, but I mean, a lot of people don't even know. Like, they might not think of his version first. They might think of Jeff Buckley's or Rufus Rainwright. Um, but to me, he just, you know, one of the greatest songwriters of all times. Just, you know, no one can write lyrics like he, he could. And just for you know, from the sixties until his death a few years ago, he was just writing so many great songs. Like, there's so many. Uh, the future. Tower of Song, Suzanne, um, Closing Time, not to be confused with the Semisonic song. Just, you know, so many, uh, you know, he's right up there, my top five favorite artists. And, you know, I think he should be considered like one of the greatest musicians of all time. I could definitely see that, honestly. He was... I mean, obviously, not everyone knows him for Hallelujah, but there's his, uh, he's done other things as well. Matt, let me ask you something. Yeah. Um, do you think he's underrated? Because when people think of Leonard Cohen, they only think of Hallelujah. Yeah, that's 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 the main reason I would say he's underrated. Mm, all right. I haven't listened to much of his music, but maybe I should. Yeah, yeah. That's a 
a good pick. I, I think I agree with you. Most people only know Hallelujah, but um, he's got some really good ones. Everybody knows is a good one. There, yeah, that's a that's a good one. And while he may not have the best singing voice, he's still. I think he's actually better than Bob Dylan, if that's yeah. controversial enough to say. <laughs> yeah, because you know the show of controversies. Bob Dylan keeps on coming up tonight, because um, I do think you know Leonard Cohen, Bob Dylan, both both folk artists, and I think Leonard Cohen is the superior, superior one. Oh, that is a very bold statement, but very big, very big. You all know my stance on Bob Dylan. You heard that last week. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, um, yeah. Uh. So. Yeah, from what you're telling me, it sounds like, like Hallelujah is the only thing he's really well known for. But why would you say Leonard Cohen is better than Bob Dylan, Matt? Uh, I just think, you know, he was even better than Bob Dylan at, at lyrics and songwriting. Uh, you know, I think he went, he went even deeper than Bob Dylan did. Um, hmm. These are all very interesting. And for those of you who are in the chat board, welcome. We will get to you guys at the end of the show for your live questions. Don't worry about it, all right? Um, Matt, are you all set with your list, by the way? Yeah, I mean, there are some honorable mentions, um, but we can get to that later. All right, well, when we're done going through our rounds, we'll um, we'll list off our um, honorable mentions. When we're done. And then we'll get to you guys in the chat board. Don't worry, we're coming to you. Thank you so much. Bill Murphy. JT Mahoney. What's your five? Okay. This one I had a little hard time coming up with, but um, I kind of took the same direction as Matt. I picked artists that were more well-known, but I feel... Excuse me, technical difficulties. Um, I feel that they are... They don't get appreciated enough. Mm-hmm. Okay, my first one is Dire Straits. Oh, that's a good choice. That's a very good pick. I think Dire Straits is very interesting. And I don't think they get enough credit. I feel like the only song that really gets enough credit is Money for Nothing and Chicks for Free. But I feel like they have other good songs. Like two I can think of off the top of my head are um, Sultan's a Swing. I really love that song. I kind of like that, like, Bluesy, jazzy, sort of doo 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 doo. I sort of like that guitar-y type, you know, stuff. Yeah, that's good. Um, also, and this is a song I've been listening to a lot recently. It's a pretty depressing song, but I do like it. It's called "Brothers in Arms." It's good. Yeah, I think I know that one. It's a very, very heavy song. Yeah, and. It was actually written about the Falkland Wars in England. And also, a lot of people might know it because it was the end credit song for the season two finale of West Wing. Aaron Sorkin, I'm still waiting. He's one of the celebrities I have a beef with. I'm still waiting for your response, Aaron. Sorry. Aaron Sorkin, you can reach him at 1-800-GOT-BILL. <laughs> I'll explain that joke later to you, Zuck. Um Anyway, um, anyway, yeah, I think Dire Straits does get severely overlooked. Gentlemen, what do you think? I agree. Yeah, I, mean, I think, uh, I think, uh, Walk on Life or Walk in Life, I mean, that's just an amazing song. Yeah, it's a very good song. And 
I also like some of Mark Knopfler's solo stuff, especially his um, song, which he basically took the words from uh, Ray Kroc's autobiography, called it Kroc style. Boom, like that. Do 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 do. <laughs> I recommend that one. Yeah. Nice. JT, you have anything to say about Dire Straits? I mean, I, I, this is a very good pick. Uh, when we get to mine, some might surprise you, but like, honestly, um, I'm curious to hear your other four. Okay. I gotta tell you, I, I gotta tell you, Bill. This you're, is a good you're scared. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not scared. I'm not scared. Go ahead. Yeah. What, what's your number four, bud? What do you got? Okay, this next one. It's a little. We're going back to the 1960s here, folks. Okay, who brought the weed? <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, oh, Bill. Matt, oh. you had one job. You're supposed to bring the weed. <laughs> I'm sorry, I failed you. <laughs> Matt, I'm joking. Okay, we're going back to the British invasion. Okay, underrated. What do you um, okay, I don't know if this band's considered underrated, but I'm going to let you guys be the be the judge. Herman's Hermits. Yes, yes, love that. Yes. yes, yes, yes. I'm into something good, Bill. With this state, that is here. first of all, I want to say I'm into something good is one of my favorite songs. It's so catchy. It, it, it's just, it's just a song that. Puts you in a good mood. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's a song that puts you just just makes you smile when you hear it. And I remember when I met this um girl one time who I kind of grew fond of. I remember walking back to my dorm room at three in the morning, singing this song. I remember I'm walking in. I think I woke up my poor roommate. I'm like. <laughs> Woke up this morning feeling fine. There's something special on my mind. And then he's like, he goes like, it's three in the morning. Why are you such in a good mood? I'm like, I'm not telling you. <laughs> good um, man. Yeah. And also, I like the song, um, Can You Hear My Heart? Can't You Hear My Heartbeat? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Baby, baby, can't you hear my heartbeat? And also... Um, I think Mrs. Brown, you have a lovely daughter is a really good one. Yep. Very good. That's a good one. Yeah. The thing is, I think when most people think of the British invasion, they think of the Beatles, the Stones, the Who. And don't forget, and don't get me wrong, I really like those bands. But I feel like there are a lot of British invasion bands that are kind of, and you guys agree or disagree, that are kind of overlooked. Yeah. Yeah. Because again, when people think of the British invasion, they think of the Beatles and the Stones. And I feel like there are a lot of bands that don't get enough credit, like Herman's Hermits, Gary and the Pacemakers. Dave Clark Five, anyone? Yo, Dave yeah. Clark Five is good. Hollies. Hollies? Yeah. Oh, yeah. man. And this one band, which I'll put, I'll, wasn't on my list, so I'll put it as one of my honorable mentions. The Searchers, this is an honorable mention. I love that song, Needles and Paints. Needles and pins, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, I think Herman's Hermits and basically any British invasion band that's not the Beatles, the Stones, the Who, or the Kinks, or Zeppelin could be on this list. Um, yeah, so Herman's Hermits. Um, okay, we're going to stay in jolly old England. <laughs> the Fix. Oh, good one. Another good one. F I X X. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Oh, I haven't heard of this band, so. Well, guess no, what? I, you can't say that after tonight. 
That's true. <laughs> They're a British. So tell me out. Yeah, how would you describe their style? Um, I guess new wavy rock. Um, you know, I it's that that's probably a fair description, right? I think that's a very fair way to description. Um, yeah. Have you? I, their big hit is a song called "I don't know if you guys ever heard it." It's called. I know you've heard it, Zach. It's called One Thing Leads to Another. I don't think so. One thing that that one. leads to another. Another. <laughs> one thing. One thing, oh, one thing leads to another. Um, okay. Yeah. Check out our cover album coming out this December. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> it's not going to be that good. <laughs> it might know. be. Who knows? Um <laughs> Give it as a Christmas gift for all your friends and, and loved ones. Then you'll save our money for next Christmas because they'll hate you for buying it. Um, Straight from the Superfusion merchandise store. But anyway, um, yeah, also a song called Save by Zero, which I think is a really good song. And I'm not really a big new wavy type of guy, but I just really like their sound. And I just really like the energy in their songs. Yeah. I think it just makes their music like really, really fun. Good. So, all right. Okay. So, JT, Matt, neither of you have heard of the fix. I now that you're talking about it, I have. I realized that I have. I listened to him on Sirius XM's first wave. Yep. That's a good network for anyone out there, you know, listening. Yes. Yeah, Can I mean you? I haven't heard of them, but I but I want to look them up now. So so thank you for another uh, another artist to discover. See, we're giving each other music to listen to now. Isn't this wonderful? Yippee! Maybe we'll get to the chat more later. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Okay. This one. Okay, I was kind of debating the point this one on because I don't know if I a hundred percent consider them underrated because they they do have a cult following, and the lead singer of this band has had much success afterwards. And we're staying in the 1980s here, folks. It's a so, sort of like still like new wavy type thing. It's called the band Boingo Boingo. Oh, yes. Boingo, this one? No, no. Boingo Boingo. Oh, hold on. Gotcha. Here we go. Yeah. The band, yeah. Boingo Boingo. It's sort of like a. We think, would you say New Way is is basically the best way to describe them, Zuck? Yeah, that's probably a fair way, but it's it's Danny Elfman, so it, it's his own style. Elfman. I yeah, the lead singer of this band is Danny Elfman, who you might know as he did a lot of these scores to the Tim Burton movies, yep. Beetlejuice, Batman, Edward Scissorhands, yep. Nightmare Before Christmas. Um... He also did the Simpsons theme. Okay. So I'm not calling him specifically underrated, but I think the band kind of is. Um, they do have a bit of a cult following. Um, the song Weird Science. Weird Science. Oh, okay. My creation, is it real? It's just, the, the sound is so strange. But it's enjoyable. <laughs> it's enjoyable. It's enjoyably strange. It's enjoyably strange. And 
I another I think my favorite Oingo Boingo song is the song Dead Man's Party. Yeah, I've never, I think I've heard that. Party. Who could ask for more? Everybody's coming. Leave your body at the door. Leave Woo-hoo. your body and soul at the door. Yeah, it's really, it's really. I think they're really. Um, I think they're just a really. Um. I think they're just a really good, fun band. And, well, you know, it's not like one of those bands that nobody's heard from them yet, because as we can clearly see, Danny Alfman is doing very well for himself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really like Oingo Boingo. Okay, the fifth one I'm having a little... Tr- okay, number five I'm having a little bit of trouble with now. Okay. You know what? I'm going to do something interesting for you right now tell us zuckerman remember when we were talking about last week how randy newman is so underrated and he's overrated yes well here's what i'm gonna do this is a band that has become so overrated to hate they've actually kind of become underrated i think i know what it is what is it matt nickelback it's nickelback yep I i had a feeling this would be on your list you really uh, had? No, I actually literally just thought of this. I mean, I was right considering now. putting it on mine. How do we not know that this was not coming? This is totally was coming. <laughs> oh, okay. I can see the hate comments already. No, no, no. Shed your love, Bill. Shed your love. Okay, because for those of you not last week, we were kind of jabbing at a friend. Zuck and I were jabbing at a friend of ours who is obsessed with Randy Newman and keeps saying he's criminally underrated. And we say he's so underrated, he's overrated. And now... Okay, I think the Nickelback hate is, guys, tell me what you think. I didn't get your thoughts on Oingo Poingo. I'm sorry. Um, Okay, moving on. Um, Nick, I think think the Nickelback hate is a little overrated. What do you guys think? I think so. I I think so. I mean, I like a lot of their songs. Especially Far Away. I think I think it's funny that people make a joke out of them at times. Like the, I have a picture still hanging somewhere that says has a picture of Bernie Sanders holding Trump. The sign says Trump likes Nickelback. What was the other one of the Bernie versus Hillary memes going? How could a good, how could a bad, that bad be so successful? When I'm president, I'm going to tax the hell out of them. Exactly, and Hillary's like, oh, I like them. I've always liked them, but. I feel like no, I actually do like Nickelback. And yeah, go ahead. And I can see the pitchforks and torches from my house already. Um but anyway, um you know, I like Rockstar. Yeah, me too. I like Far Away. Great song. And Photograph, I got him, and I think is slightly overplayed. I like it, but I hear I've heard it about ten thousand times. Look at this graph. Sorry, I had to. That I do it makes me laugh. <laughs> um, but also I like um, you know, like even like some of the more serious stuff is pretty good. Like the song "If Today Was Your Last Day." Um, the song um, "When We Stand Together." Oh, I like that one a lot. It's probably my favorite one of theirs. I just love the drum beat and the drum beat carries on. 
Yeah, it's another like kind of message song, but it's not overly preachy. Be carries on. And also um my favorite song I told you about, I told you before it's called Lullaby. I think that is my favorite Nickelback song. Yeah, but you know what? I know this is kind of a weird pick to have him on the underrated list. But again, I think it's gotten to the point where they've become so overrated in hate, they've kind of become underappreciated. Yeah, I agree. Yep. I tend to agree. Mental gymnastics. (laughs) (laughs) Mental gymnastics. Oh, boy. Is that your five, Bill? That is my five. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I mean, no pressure, right? I mean, we got Zuckerman picking out complete out of left field choices. We got Matt picking out like somewhat mainstream choices. We got Bill picking out somewhat mainstream choices. I'm going to just come right out and say it. I couldn't really think of any obscure artists off the top of my head. Like, I couldn't think of like, like anything like that. So I'm picking somewhat, somewhat to pretty much mainstream artists that I think this might be an unpopular pin. You might, you guys might not agree with me on them, but let's see where we go. So my first pick, and I have three honorable mentions, but my, my first pick is Brian Adams. Uh, I don't know. Because hear me out. Here's my reasoning why I picked Brian Adams. <laughs> yes, he has all the money in the world. Yes, he has success. Yes, he has four number ones in the Billboard Hot 100. Hear me out for a second. When I look at all-time greatest lists of certain artists, and certain like albums and stuff like that. I don't see him on there. And I think, why is this guy not on there when he is clearly a really like, in my opinion, a very talented writer. I did see him live plug. Um, he, I just, I think he's really great. And I don't think he gets the love he deserves. He's released an album, uh, his most recent album, shine a light. I thought it was brilliant and no one's even heard of it. So like, He's putting out another album soon too, which I found out. But like, get on up, I thought was great. I thought that I was reckless and waking up the neighbors. Two of his biggest albums are successful. But I think he's a little. I would not go far as say he's majorly underrated. I'm going to say he's partially underrated because yes, he's had success, but he's kind of faded into one. Like he's still a mainstream guy, but I think he's faded quite a bit. I'm, I'm curious. I wanted to pick this choice. Because I want to see what you guys have to say about him. Because I love him quite a bit, but not everyone like everyone knows him for Heaven, Summer of '69, everything I do, I do it for you. Like my whole thing with him is, why don't more people talk about him when you talk about some of the best artists who have had massive success, who have had big hit, big chart hits, and have had really highly successful albums, guys. This is why I think he's underrated for those reasons. But aside from his success, what do you guys think about that? Zuck? Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I, I think he's a very good artist. Um, he's got a lot of good songs. I think maybe he gets pigeonholed as maybe a ballads guy or a yeah, love song okay. guy. But he's got a really good broad range. I mean, um, I have a song of his on my uh, iPod. Uh, that's a disco song that he did called Let Me Take You Dancing. It's Oh, yeah, never- yeah. It's never really been released on CD, but they play it a lot on the Studio 54 channel on Sirius XM. And it's surprising how much different styles he's done. And um, yeah, I I agree. I liked his album. uh, Was it called Get Up? The one that has the song Brand New Day on it, JT? Yes, that one. And like his face is being covered by hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's always got beautiful women surrounding him. 
He sure does. <laughs> Lucky guy. Good old yeah. Canadian Brian Adams. <laughs> and it's weird. I think he's considered Canada's one of Canada's best known artists, but I don't think a lot. You're right. I think a lot of people don't think of him as that. And it's funny. And I looked up where he, this is just a, a quick stat for those who may not know this. I looked up where he plays like in the United States of America, outside of the world and the world and other parts of the planet, Europe, Asia, South America, He'll play in big stadiums or arenas here in the U S I saw him at the Jones beach Marine theater. That's a really small, if it's like 15,000 people, not even 10,000 probably. Yeah. Like he played such small venues in the U S I mean, he could easily book a Madison square garden. He could easily book a MetLife stadium, but he just doesn't for some reason. And that's why I'm like, whether you have a guy like him who says so much success, such great music still to like, still putting out good content. I don't understand why he, I mean, uh, this is why I chose him in particular. It was one of my, one of my first five picks, but like, I just, I love him. I really do. I just don't know why he's just like, so like far back as far as like, as far as like the mainstream goes, like, like for, for, I'll give you an example before COVID hit Bon Jovi was going to tour with him as the opening act for his tour. I'm like, why is Brian Adams opening up for Bon Jovi? I mean, I get it, it's a big hit thing, but like, why, why would he do that? He's such a mainstream guy. And apparently, I guess he's not that mainstream in the U.S. as much as people might think so. I mean, Summer 69 is one thing, but what do you guys think? Anyone? Um, um, here's the thing about Brian Adams in general. I didn't know. I don't know if I consider him underrated. Maybe on the cusp between underrated and accurately rated. Okay. But of him I don't really know why he plays smaller arenas than bigger arenas. The Jones Beach Theater is a theater. It's like Bethel Woods up here. That's how small it is. It's if it's like by 10,000 people and it was a co-headlining with him and Billy Idol. The guy is just, I don't get like how a big name like him could play and like do smaller. Th- you know what I mean? I mean, I don't know. It's just, this is why I picked him because he's just like, he's such a, you know, it was an unusual choice, but I think he's a little bit underrated in that aspect personally, but that's me. I mean, Matt, yeah, he's quiet. not playing like the garden or yeah. He's not playing like a big arena show. Yeah. Matt, well, what do you got? Was well, it uh, Sorry, Bill. Huh? But what I was going to say was I, I don't know his music that well outside the big hits. I, I mean, I really like summer 69. I like heaven. Um, but I think it makes sense. If you, if he, you think he's a really great artist, it makes sense that you would say he's underrated since he's not really well known like outside a few hits. Right, yeah. uh, that like, makes perfect. You know, one of the best artists of all time, or anything like that. Yeah, I, I, I think the guy's great. He has had four number one hit singles on the Billboard Hot 100 over the course of his career. But after the 90s, no one really heard from him again, as far as like mainstream stuff goes. Like, I think that I think Dan, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. I, I looked it up one time, and to take a guess, where Get On Up and Shine a Light charted on the Billboard 200. Um, I'm guessing in the UK or somewhere else in Europe. You know what I mean? Like on the Billboard 200, like the albums charts. Just guess how high he charted on there. Oh, probably 40s, 50s, maybe. The I'm probably 180s. wrong, right? One oh, really? oh, wow. So he literally went from, I'm Brian Adams. Everything I do, I do for you. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> the mid 90s hits and then late 90s hits. Pff, I'm like, but you're still putting out great content. Why is your album charting so low i mean i don't just this is why i thought he was underrated that's me personally but yeah no i think that's a fair assessment like i said um i think like i said he's probably just been pegged as a ballads guy so that probably has ruined ruined his 
you know, maybe has made people not want to open up to his other stuff. Because, yeah, I when mean, they think maybe. of Brian Adams, they think of the everything I do, I do it for you guy. Yeah, or heaven, yeah. Or summer of 69 guy. Yeah. Yeah, or like he's, and, uh, he's, he's such a good writer, too. I mean, I don't understand why he's, I don't know. This is my opinion. We, we, I can go on about him for a long time, but, like, that's just my personal, like, thing with him. Uh, any other comments from Brian Adams before we move on? No, I think I'm good. You guys. Wow, you said all you I'm needed good. to say. I think it was good. I, I don't know. I, just, I had to bring it up because I thought he was a good pick for this. All right. Now, this one's a little bit more, again, mainstream, but not quite as mainstream. We're going back to the 70s in this one. Electric Light Orchestra. Yes. Yeah. Good choice. Electric choice. Love them. Electric Light Orchestra. This band is great. Evil Woman, I literally heard on the way home today. <laughs> like on 70s on 7 on Sirius XM plug call me um, evil woman that song? yeah don't bring me down Mr. Blue Sky and are you gonna you're really gonna tell me right now that look, the, the one guy who made me think of this is on this podcast right now and that is his name is Daniel Zuckerman for talking about Jeff Lynn Jeff oh, Lynn yeah. yeah remember that Jeff Lynn is a phenomenal musician he plays all the instruments on the albums he plays everything. And he puts everything. it together. Every, literally everything. He plays everything. I'm getting all sweaty. I'm like, well, listen, this is why you should listen to electric. And like, like, he's just that good. And he composes everything on his own. And it's funny. He's one of the traveling Wilburys, along with him and Bob Dylan, right? We talked about that. Yep. Yeah, yeah. they're the only two still with us. I know. It's Tom Petty. George Harrison's dead. Tom Petty's dead. And Roy, Roy Orbison's dead. Like I, this is this I love this band. I listen. There's a really good uh, YouTube channel for those you're listening, uh, outside of the three the three other guys here. Um, there's, there's a YouTube channel called Raised on Radio, and they have interviews with Jeff Lynne a lot because it's from the BBC in England, and they upload it to YouTube. But they cut out the music so the interview stays on the uh, YouTube. YouTube. Um, they have Jeff Lynne Lynn on a lot, and he talks. Oh, back in the '70s, we were doing this. It's so cool. And they broke down was the the, the album. A new world record. They broke down that album. This band is so underrated, in my opinion. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it like as far as like the obscure bottom, but it's definitely out there. And Jeff Lynn is a musical mastermind when it comes to organizing and putting together songs. I think he's brilliant personally. Um, what do you guys think about Electric Light Orchestra? Yeah, again, very good band. You know, um, again, Jeff Lynn, phenomenal producer. Um, and a lot of good songs, uh, even the ones on Xanadu. I know that was a, uh, I heard that was a terrible movie, but the music in that is killer, and they're half responsible for it, along with Olivia Newton-John. Correct. Yep, Mr. I remember that. Mr. Blue Sky was actually named like last year one of the happiest songs. Yeah. Yeah, I love that song. It's getting all this research and stuff lately because of like the, uh, the pop. And also, he put out two new albums. It's not called Electrical Light Orchestra, it's called Jeff Lynn's ELO, but it's still great. I mean, I listen to the albums. It's got, there's a lot of great songs in there, too, and he composes all of the music. If you have not heard Electrical Light Orchestra, get on it outside of Mr. Blue Sky and the bigger hits. Get to know Sweet Talking Woman. Get to know Telephone Line. These are great yeah, songs. Yeah, Telephone Line's a great one. Uh, oh my it's God. one you know, one of my songs my dad really likes. I love so, that So, you track. know, I've listened to it a lot. Matt, I love that track. It's a fantastic yeah. So, any other comments for ELO before I go on to our next pick? I think I'm good. You guys are good? Yep. Eric Clapton. No. No. Hear, no, 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 no. Hear me out. Hear me out. Because here's why. Okay, I'm hearing you out. All right. Before anyone starts to beg me and raise pitchforks, is at my house. 
I think he's a little bit under, uh, maybe not underrated, but he's underappreciated a little bit because yes, he has a lot of success. Yes. He has a lot of like, he's still playing in, and I'm not, I'm not going to get into it, but like he is a world-class guitarist. He's been in so many bands, but I just feel like he just gets, he gets overlooked by a lot of people in my opinion, like uh, overlooked and uh, overlooked and over, Overlooked and underappreciated are the two words I would use for mainly because he, yes, he has done so many great things. He's created one of my favorite songs in the whole wide world, Layla, with Derek and the Dominoes. He's been in the Yardbirds, he's been in Cream, guys, Cream. So <laughs> you look at the common thread here. He's been in so many bands. He's been in the Yardbirds, the Roosters, he's been in Cream, he's been in Derek and the Dominoes, and he's been in his own solo career since for a long time. I actually really like him quite a bit. But I just think he's underrated a little bit by like today's. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say underappreciated, man, because he's just a little. He's underappreciated, in my opinion, of today's like, who's left on the planet from that era and who's still playing and selling out arenas. Oh wait, Eric Clapton is, but no one really. You know, I think he's a little bit underappreciated, personally. That's me. This might be a little bit of a scandalous choice, but I'm curious what you guys say. Eric Clapton, what do you guys think? Um, I, dude, I love you. And we've done this show together for almost a year. One year anniversary celebration coming up soon. He's going to um, me. <laughs> but I disagree with you on this one. Okay. Because Eric Clapton is one of, if not the, one of the best guitarists of all time. Correct. I, I would put him in the top five, if not right. the top three. Yeah. I'd put him in the top three, if not the top five. But... I don't know why you would consider him underappreciated, but you know, if he's losing business now, he's kind of don't want to get too, too much into it, but he kind of deserves it. Cause <laughs> yeah, he's gone totally. Cause the guy has gone. The guy yeah, has gone like. totally freaking nuts. Yeah. yeah. And not the fun yeah. nuts. The, Oh my yeah. God, please stay away from me. If I go to a, party and see you there i'm gonna pretend i don't know you nuts um yeah to, for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about go look it up um yeah, we're but, not gonna go into it but you could look it up yeah 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 google exists it's a beautiful thing isn't it um yeah, yeah. Oh my God. but anyway i disagree with you because he is again top three if not top five greatest guitarist of all time and you know, people still, because his riffs are still, you know, are still well known. Because when you hear the, you know what that is. You know who it is. Or when you hear, you know what that is. You know who's playing. Yes. All right. Fair point. Fair point. I just, okay. I, I, I think it's, I, I, I put him down for some reason. I was like, you know what? His, I don't know, his solo work to me is really good. He just, I don't know. Like, I was mainly pertaining to his solo work as like a solo. Yeah. If, you, if you're talking about a solo career, I can kind of understand that. But if you're talking yeah. about like him as an artist in general, uh, I think it's wrong to say he's overrated. Underrated. Underrated. Or underrated. underrated sorry. Yeah. Shame. Zuck, no, I'm just kidding. Zuck, anything really quick before we go on? 
Um, yeah, I don't think I'd consider him underrated. Um, I could maybe see where you're going at, that he might be starting to be a little bit not as appreciated, but I also agree with Bill that he hasn't done himself any favors by being kind of a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We'd have to go those- have you ever, JT, have you ever listened to his, before we go on, have you ever listened to, the, did his um, MTV Unplugged? I have, yes. That album, I think, won a Grammy or something. Yeah. It's, it's widely regarded as one of the best-selling MTV Unplugged. I think it's the best-selling MTV Unplugged yeah. CD. Is that where Tears in Heaven is from? Yep. Yes. Yeah, but I think that's a great song. Yeah, it's a great song, so. too. Um, and every time a tragedy comments, is, comes, that song yeah. is played on the radio. That and Angel I, by Sarah McLaughlin is played on the radio twenty four on a twenty four hour loop. Um, I have other picks too. Like, yeah, I, okay. if my, my my honorable mentions might come in to like replace this one, to be honest, dude, because I have enough that I can do that. Um, but I'm, I'm not gonna. Okay, here's my next pick. Hear me out, and I wanted to talk about this all day, and I made a video about this not too long ago for our channel. Plug for our YouTube video. Um, of and I'm not including now. I'm I'm specifically saying, not the Beatles, but I'm saying Wings. Okay. Hear me Maybe. out, because oh, I, I did a video on this not too long ago, on on our YouTube channel, and Bill's Bill's starting to get all crazy on me right now. He's like, no, um, yes, Wings had success. How many people still talk about Wings today? Too many. Oh, good point. What's that, Zach? I'm sorry. Not not too many. I I, I, mean, I, I feel like going. I feel like people do. I mean, maybe. I mean, I'm just generically speaking. Some circles, like maybe like you, like we would talk about it. But like, if I went up to a friend of mine who just started listening to rock music, I was like, hey, you know, he's like, oh, you know, and like, oh, well, what do you like? I'm like, well, here's Wings. What's that? I feel like he would say, what's that? To be honest, because the for me personally, and this is just my personal preference and opinion, Wings was great, but they, and the long, like, grand scheme of things, they, I, I feel like they have been slightly forgotten about to an extent. I mean, you still hear Ben on the run on the radio. You still hear Silly, silly Love songs, but that's really it. When they have so many other good tracks, like Let Him In, Listen to What the Man Said. Mm-hmm. They have, um, I can't think of it, uh, Live and Let Die, come on. And there's the title track for a James Bond movie, Live and Let Die. Like and I just I feel like people, yeah yeah I feel like I feel like people forget how good Wings is. That's why I think they're underrated. Hear me out. That's just my personal opinion. What do you guys think? No, oh, I, I kind I, of agree. Like like I, 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 it, it's, I agree. it's a stretch, but still. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I think the biggest thing is that Paul McCartney's solo career does get a lot of flack for you know something like silly love songs, you know writing, you know, whatever was considered inferior. But I think a lot of his stuff's very good. And I'm not talking just wings, like this classical music. He's done a jazz album, ambient music. I mean, the guy is a very great musician and I got to see him in concert. Bill did too, separate different concerts. But when he does live and let die, that just changed that whole song for me. It made it much better than I remembered. Oh, the pyrotechnics and everything. That was so cool. Yes, it was. I remember that too. Yeah. Um, JT I mean, was actually at the show I was at, so that's hysterical. I forgot about that. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I, th- I still feel like they're too um, popular to, to be overrated. Underrated. I'm sorry, underrated. I keep on messing it up. It's okay, but man. I, I, but we I still love see, you. Uh, but I can. I mean, I feel like if you're if you're well, if we're gonna talk about the Beatles, I think you could say 
if you're a huge fan of Ringo Starr's or George Harrison's solo career, I can understand saying they're underrated. And, yeah. and to be fair, I don't think Wings, Wings or Paul McCartney's solo career is as celebrated as John Lennon's solo career. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Oh, I kind of agree. Like, say, say, say anyone. That's a good song. Yeah, I like that one. And the and stuff like, he's done with like, Michael Jackson. Like, well, Matt, the, I want to go off what you just said for a moment, if that's okay. Um, I'm, a, I'm after Bill. I'm after Bill. <laughs> um, I think the reason, you know, I think Paul McCartney's solo career does get attention. Like, not just with Wings, but also maybe I'm amazed. Um, some of the songs he did with Michael Jackson, like Say, 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 and The Girl Is Mine. But yeah. I think maybe why he doesn't get as much attention as, say, John Lennon is because John Lennon's music was more, I don't want to say outlandish, but more making statements. Yeah. Because Lennon's music was very, Lennon's solo music was very political. And Paul McCartney, music-wise, stayed out of that. Yeah, you know, for the most part. For the most part. Like, yeah, he had his moments here and there. But his music was basically, and I, I don't really want to say this to be mean because I love the hell out of him, like JT said and Zuck said, I, I've seen the man in concert. But I think maybe why it doesn't his solo career doesn't get as much attention as John Lennon's solo career is because Paul McCartney's music, for lack of a better term, is sort of non-threatening. I don't know if I just made a dumbass of myself by saying oh that. My God. <laughs> no, I think it's a good point, you know. Because well, I think John Lennon's uh, music is more unique, you know. Uh, whatever you think of it, it's more unique than Paul McCartney's solo career. Because when you when people hear like when they hear John Lennon's like working class hero or Imagine or Give Peace a Chance or God, which is a very controversial song. That yeah, or uh, I I don't know if you know any of you know this one, but Give Me Some Truth. That's another yeah. really good uh, political so, song yeah. from John Lennon. Or Power to the People. Like yep. ooh, ooh, you know what this is about? It goes oh Paul, huh? Yeah, silly love songs, whatever. Yeah. Any other? Thank comments? you for coming to my TED talk, <laughs> JT. You said you want to go after me. Uh, I got one more. If you guys, oh, because this is my fifth choice, right? One, two, fourth. Three. Uh, fourth is my fourth choice. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me get to my list. Sorry. Um, where was? Oh yes. So uh, we're gonna, we're going back to the '60s now. It was a, a list that it was a band that Bill said. Uh, I'm going to oh. say the Kinks. I was okay. thinking of putting them on my list. Oh. But I wasn't so, sure if they would be uh, if they were too acclaimed to be, to be uh, underrated, but I'd love to hear what you have to say. Okay. So basically, the, my thing with the Kinks is that um, my thing with the Kinks is that people forget that they were around from 1963, four to 1996 people forget how, how long they lasted but they were just so under the radar for so many years after um i think the mid 80s actually believe it or not. so like they've, they've had different eras of kinks fans come into the play so the there's the initial rush of kinks fans i'm, I'm going to give you a brief synopsis of the kinks um they, they have the song uh, uh not lola what is it um I can't even think about it for a second. Uh, you really got me was their big song, right? Their mm -hmm, big hit, mm -hmm. their first one. 
and it launched a ton of different types of new. The, there's so much difference in that song alone. Now, and then afterwards, like they they released in a couple albums in the late sixties that do not do well at all, and then they kind of like peter off a little bit. But then they bring Lola. Lola is a big hit for them in the it's, I think it's 1971, like 50 yeah, years ago, something now, right? Like that. Yeah, and then they. Kind of faded away. They put out a really they, they put out really good albums in the 60s, late sixties and into the late seventies, but they reached mainstream again with another song in the early eighties. And I want to see if Dan Zuckerman knows this one called "Come Dancing" by the Kings. Yeah, it's a great song. Yeah, it's a great one. It's a great song. And I actually, it's funny. I have fun fact. I have the vinyl of that album, and I listened to the whole thing from start to finish. I'm like, there's a lot of really good songs on this album, but the only hit on it was "Come Dancing." And it reached like number five, whatever, in the Hot 100, whatever at the time. Then after that, late mid eighties, mid to late eighties, they petered off ninety six. I think we're calling it quits. They played a lot of festivals and stuff like that until then. And fun fact: Ray Davies and Dave Davies are, are on good terms. Everyone and they want to re, re, they want to reform the Kinks. I'm not kidding you. All they're, right, they're, re, they're redoing it. I'm not, as far as I know, because uh, when you go on Wikipedia, it says the Kinks are not the Kinks were. So that just starts 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 up there. Um, I think when you think of the British invasion. You think of the Beatles, you think of the Rolling Stones, you think of the Who. The Kinks are in there, but not to the extent that a lot of people yeah. see. Them. Okay, that's I can exactly agree with that. That's exactly what, what was on my mind. Why I almost put them on my list because I think they're right up there with the Beatles and the Rolling Stones and the Who. They're I just as good, but they're a little bit less, uh, uh, less acclaimed than those three bands. I agree, and they and they, to be honest, you want to talk about good. Like Lola um, was a big hit in 1971. But before that, the album before that was the Preservation, King's Green Preservation. I forget the name of the album, but like it's like some weird, obscure album. And the reason why it tanked, so the Beatles, it was released the same day as the Beatles' White Album. The same same day. And it sold, I think, worldwide 22,000 copies. So it really did not do well. So no one really cared about the Kinks up until Lola came out. And Afterwards, same thing. Like the seventies rolled around, like the seventies rolled around with like Low and the Money Around and uh, Muswell Hillbillies and stuff like that. And those albums came out, and like they've been literally up and down over the course of like literally forty or fifty years. Um, their resurgence, I hope they have a big like. Res- Ray Davies wants to do a comeback. Let's put it that way. But as far as like quality, look, you really got me. Is look, Eddie Van Halen cited the Kinks as one of his biggest influences. He didn't cite the Beatles. He, he cited the Kings, you know, um, and there's so much other things to go with that. So my personal opinion is that the Kings are underrated because they have had so much success. Um, sorry, sorry, excuse me, because I think because their quality of music was really good up until like literally like Lola. And then a couple of times I didn't really like after that, but like they put out, in my opinion, they put out really good content over the course of their career. Just a lot of it got overlooked by so many other things. And it's unfortunate because they're really good. Um, what's your guys' opinion on that? You know what? At first, JT, I was kind of scratching my head thinking, what the hell is he talking about? Now I'm like, you know what? That makes a very good that is a very good point. And you make I think you make a very good point, JT. I think maybe that's why the Kings can be seen as underrated because they don't get as much as attention as the Beatles or the Stones or the, right. 
you know, just like what I said with Herman's Hermits. But the thing is with the um, the Kinks, I think, um, you know, um, in, in their last years, how how were they doing like in the last years of the band? Were they like successful? Or were they just like tapering off in the background? Uh, in the late six and late nineties, mid to late nineties, they were like, they called the quits in 96. So, and there was a 20 year hiatus until they just started, eh, let's come back together. So, uh, they were, they left on good terms as far as I know. Cause I think, you know, I've said this about bands like the Beatles who've only really been together for like 10 years. Seven so on oh, 10, you're right. Cause they started in 1960. They wrapped up in 1970 because they kind of knew when, they kind of knew when to call it quits. And the kinks, because you know what, I you know, I hate to say it, it's like sometimes when bands are around for a very long time, it's not always a good thing. Oh yeah, no. And I'm not like crucifying any bands that have been around for a long time, but sometimes you gotta know when to put when to say, you know what, we're calling it quits. Bye. Thank you. But the Kinks, maybe they lasted a little longer more. Um, I will say my favorite song by them, um, I don't know if you heard it, it's called Well-Respected Man. Yep, that's a good one. Yep. Um, JT, what do you have to say about all I just said? I think what you're saying makes sense. I, I definitely see your point of view too. Don't get me wrong. I see your point as well. I just think that, you know, I think that they got overlooked a lot too as far as like the Kinks, uh, as far as like the British invasion, no, not the British invasion, the... Uh, as far as like just like je- quality of musicianship over popularity, personally, I think because I think the quality of them is like they're, they're really good quality music. If you listen to the whole album of Lola, it's really good uh, from start to finish. But if you don't listen to it, yeah, it's okay. Um, I got one more for you guys if you want, and then we can go to the chat board for a little bit and we'll answer some questions there. <clears throat> good. All right. Yeah, I, guys, I'm gonna have pop- to cut out so. <laughs> All right, Zuckerman, Zuckerman, thank you so much for joining, man. Thank you for coming, thank buddy. You. Thanks for having me again. This was a lot of fun. Always yeah, a pleasure, no man. Thank you so much. Dude, right. you have an open you. invite. Bye-bye. Come back when you want. Anytime, Absolutely. seriously. Thank you. Anytime. Daniel so- Zuckerman, everybody, go check out his podcast, The Time Warped Hour, on Mixcloud. Yes, go plug. Um, I'm going to... The last one I have here, um, I, I guess that well, the Kings were one of my honorable mentions, but I thought about I thought of it more so now they're pretty underrated. Um, is it too much to say Chicago? Mm. I put them down yeah, before before I pick an answer and before I get roasted for one. I want to make sure that you I, mean, I don't doing. really know their music that well. I know I hear them on the radio sometimes. I never paid that much attention. So, uh, if you want to talk about them. I think no. JT's been waiting such a long time. <laughs> oh, God. All right. Let's, you know, I think they're a little, nah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm having a brain freeze right now. It's okay. Yeah, well, you know, screw it. We'll talk about them. Actually, I'm going to my, I'm going to my last pick. This is my last pick. And I'm curious what you guys have to say about this one because they're, they're more folk. It's not Bob Dylan. But it's Simon and Garfunkel. Uh, I wouldn't consider them underrated. Yeah, I feel like they're too... Uh, Are they too popular? I think yeah. so. Mm. But you know what? 
you know, Matt, I think we should be charitable to our dear yeah, friend. I, I mean, I think I mean I'd love to hear your case. We'd love to hear the take. We'll I mean, tell you with the, you we agree I mean, or disagree. I mean, how many how many artists were doing so well as far as like uh, how many artists did I mean we can talk about Paul Simon too if you want, but like um the kick uh, the kicks. Paul Simon and Garfunkel, I really like them, but they're they they did five albums together. They only did five albums. It's like they lasted shorter a shorter amount of time than the Beatles. They did um they did the sound of silence, they did Bridge Over Troubled Water, they did Mrs. Robinson. They, they had they had a bunch of success, but really I feel like Paul Simon as an artist, a solo artist, really got more light personally, but that's me. Uh and I just I put them on there because I, I this is also a throwaway. I couldn't really think of a fifth one, so don't kill me. But I, I like their music. I just think that like when people think of also the sound of silence is the sound of silence is unfortunately a meme. Um, I'm not I'm not too big on that meme person because I like that song a lot because it's very emotional. It's got a lot of depth to it, it's a lot of darkness to it. It's a very dark, dark song. Homeward Bound hey, is another one. Hey Matt, remember um a friend of ours back at New Paltz when we would play that song, he would just do this. All right. Oh my god. All right. So, but like I don't know, I just I put him down because I couldn't really think of a fifth one to be honest with you. What do you guys think? I mean, Simon Garfunkel? Uh, here and there. I would say here and there they're underrated. Like so some of their deep tracks are underrated in my opinion. But okay. Yeah, there's there's some deep tracks that I really like. Like one um well, I don't know if this would be considered a deep track, but the, the bookends theme. You know, very short song, but so powerful. Yeah. Yep. 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 But the boxer is really good. I mean, like they're yeah. leaving on a jet plane, Carolina on my mind. There's a lot of really there's a lot of really good Simon and Garfunkel songs. I just I don't know. I just feel like they um they're a little bit under underrated and underappreciated in my opinion. But that's me. Yeah. Celia America. I don't know. This is me. What do you guys think? Anything else? No, nah, I think I'm good. You all right? Let's jump over. So, do you want to do honor mentions now, or do you want to do chat board first? Because the chat board's been popping. I'm gonna check. So, chat board, you guys have been listening in long enough, and now we're gonna jump over to you guys in the chat board. So, let's see how you guys are doing. Let's talk about. Let's talk about. Uh, so, we'll go back. Bed. So, as of birth, listed off his three. One is bed spin. Hold on. Bed spin. How I can get to it? And as a band I've never heard of, but he me told me a lot about them. Oh, no, no. Yeah, I haven't heard of them either. Yeah, this is a very. I mean, uh, this is a very independent, like indie band, I guess you could say. Um, as far as I know, but like they, they're very intense. From what I understand, I have not had. I've not listened to them personally, but as far as I know, they're very. Um, you know, I, I've never heard of them personally. As my Asim's told me a little bit about him beforehand, but um, he because he listens to a lot of those very obscure bands. So there's there's one to for you guys to check out. Let's also talk about Low Roar. He's in the chat board. Low Roar. Yeah, I just looked it up. Looked in the chat Matt, board now. What do you got? Oh no, I just I saw it. Uh, I, I don't know the music. Um, I have not heard of them either, but I've heard, I mean, I've heard good things about them from him, from Asm. Thank you so much for commenting, by the way. Um, there's so many, it's funny. It's funny how many, how many mainstream artists there are and how much independent stuff there is out there in comparison to, 
like and he said bedspin is an indie band but i really love them they give a mid 2000s punk punk era sound all right that sounds interesting um anyone in the chat board welcome Mm. uh liz h liz lh balance welcome glad to see see you're part of the show let's see okay my dad is on the chat board shout out shout out to my father he said the lumineers Uh, i wouldn't say i this is i mean maybe but i would not think so i mean oh hey it's still played a lot yeah, I mean, I feel like if you're like a big fan of the band and you know a lot of their songs, then I can see that. But I mean, I, I only know Ho oh, Hey, maybe one other or two others. So right, exactly. I can't really comment. Yeah, I can't really. Uh, aside from, uh, aside from, uh, what do you call it? Aside from like, uh, you know, Gloria and Ho Hey and stuff like that, Ophelia, Cleopatra. Those are all good ones. I mean, I wouldn't call them under, under, underrated though. Um, if you have any other comments and other suggestions, jump in the chat board. Other than that, I don't really, I don't really have anything else. To say. Well, I saw um, as yeah, worth mentioned, flogging Molly, which I'm not familiar with, but I've heard of them. Uh, from what Molly? I've heard, there I've heard people compare them to Dropkick Murphys. Yeah, the, like, that's what it's kind of like, it. sort of that Celtic punk. Yeah, they're like an Irish funk, like an Irish folk punk band, basically. Yeah, if you ever heard, um. You've heard Traffic Murphy's JT, right? Yeah, shipping up to Boston, OAO. Yeah. Um, Flog and Molly's is basically very similar to that. All right. Now, this one I can can kind of see that because people, um, people kind of come because people kind, but I think Flog and Molly does kind of get overlooked by Traffic Murphy. I would say so. I mean, Traffic Murphy's is pretty big. In compare, in as far as like that world of music goes, especially up in Boston. Oh my God, I'm shipping up to Boston. There's one band that I can comment on that Asmorth and I have talked about on my on our own time. It's, it's called The Who. They are a metal Mongolian band. Oh, interesting. They cover they cover Metallica a lot. Believe it or not, they're really good. I've actually listened to some of their stuff, and like I've listened to their cover Enter Man, it's really good. They they're like they're really. And they're and that's the US headlining tour as well. Oh my god. Like they're um I have heard of them through him as well. But the Who, it, it sounds exactly like the, the British band The Who, but it's not the Who. Uh it says this, it's the same way, but it's H U, it's the Who. Uh they oh, are the really who. good. Uh their Mongolian metal is really interesting. I, uh, I, I like it quite a bit. If you if you've never heard of the Who, check them out. Seriously. Um oh. No, no, not the who, like the Roger Daltrey and Pete Townsend, but the who are definitely, I, I would say that them underrated and appreciated because they're really good quality music, but at the same time, they're just not mainstream enough to people. The who? Oh, you mean like the British? No, no, the Mongolian one. So um, any other comments, guys, for any other bands or any other artists? I, I mean, I have a you know bunch of more obscure ones, but I don't know if you'd want to get into that. Sure. Uh, Give me two. Okay. Um, okay. One I want to point out, Phil won't be surprised that I'm mentioning him, is Jesse Mallon. Jesse Mallon? Yeah. Well, you've seen him in concert a few times, right? Yes, many times. It's spelled with the, with the, uh, it's, okay. yeah, it's spelled that way. Um, oh, this guy. Okay. I, I've heard of him. 
Yeah, I mean, if you ever listen to Underground Garage, they yes. they play his music and um, little uh, what's his name on Steve, Steve Van Sant uh, knows him. Actually, uh, the last time I saw, actually, it wasn't the last time I saw Justin Mellon, but um, I saw him in December of 2019 in 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 uh, Manhattan. Steve Van Sant was uh, in the audience. Oh, Steve Van Sant was there? No way. Yeah. But uh, Jesse Mallon, um, you know, my parents know him a little bit. Uh, he plays at this uh, guy's house that uh, my parents are friends with. He's like, I would say he's a mix of punk and singer-songwriter. And it's just, you know, so many great songs. Um, you know, I mean, if you want to start somewhere, his album on New York Before the War, I think is a good place. A lot of great ones. And um, yeah, he's, he's friends with uh, Green Day and you know, he's opened with some more uh, famous acts. Like I actually saw him uh, early last year. He opened for Cheap Trick. Oh wow! Uh, at a concert that was uh, close by me. So I just, uh, I just think he's great. Nice. Uh, and if you're into rock music, I think you'll like Jesse Mellon. Yeah. Cool. What about Hey Matt? Is Handsome Dick on your list? Uh, he did not make my my list, but he is an interesting uh, singer. We'll, we'll tell you later, JT. It's an interesting thing. Yeah, it's fine. But yeah, Jesse uh, Mallon, because I, I keep hearing you talking does about it. He, he, he says he knows Springsteen. He said, you said yes. he knows Steve Van Zandt. Yeah, he knows Springsteen. He, he, he did a song with Bruce Springsteen called Broken Radio. Um, nice. Yeah, it's a, it's a great song. That's and Handsome Dick, who, meant, who Bill just mentioned, is actually in the music video. So, <laughs> Handsome <Wow>. Dick. <laughs> Crazy. No, no, that's it. I, I, I didn't know he knew Springsteen because I'm a big Springsteen guy. I didn't know he knew that. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, any, other, another, any other artists, guys? Anything else uh, we got to cover? Well, I'll just mention one more. Uh, yeah, one more. Go ahead. We, we've talked about them a little bit uh, on here, but the interrupters. Oh, the ones I saw on uh, Hello Megator. Yes, they because they opened for uh, uh, Green Day, Fall Out Boy, and, and Weezer. Yep. But just really uh, what, 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 what did you think? I mean, I saw them live. They were really good. Yeah, I mean, I think they're, you know, great, you know, punk band, like a mix of punk and ska. Yeah. Um, you know, similar to the band Rancid. Um, I just, you know, and I think, you know, if you like the Ramones, you like the Clash, you like Green Day, yeah, I think you'll, you'll like the Interrupters. Yeah, when I saw them, they were really good. They opened up for, I mean, Fall Out Boy didn't play because thanks, COVID. But, um, I mean, Bill, you can say it if you want. Thanks, COVID. And buy our t shirt at the Super Review Show store. Thank you, Bill. Um, yeah, they were great. I, I didn't expect them to be that good as an opening act, but the fact that they had an opening act on that tour, which is three bands plus an opening act, that's crazy. And it was really good. They did a really good job. I mean, are they ska punk? Yeah, ska punk. Okay, I wasn't sure. Our friend in the chat board was saying it's ska punk. So, no, I wasn't sure. That's interesting, though. It's good to know. Yeah, okay, I, mean, I got one. Bill, one more. Go ahead. I don't know if I would, cons- I don't know if I consider this underrated. If I'm wrong, then I'm wrong. And you can come after me with pitchforks. Um, Fits in the tantrums. I would say so. Matt, what do you think? I mean, that's a yeah. I mean, I only know that one that one popular song. Uh, I forget what what's it called. Hand clap. No, no, it's um, 
Um, out of my league. Yeah, out of my league. I don't yeah. know. Maybe I know a few others and don't realize it, but I can see um because that that's a that's a good song. If you know a lot of their music, and, and I know you're a good fan. Chunk. I think it, I think I it makes sense them. to say they're underrated. I know out of my league. I know hand clap. I can make your hand clap. Um, and I also know um. I also know um, my favorite song by them called Money Grabber. Mm, okay. Don't come back anytime. I'm already at your time. It is your payback, Money Grabber. I would say it's more like an indie sort of R&B style. Yeah. It's sort of like an indie R&B style type music. Gotcha. And I kind of really like it it's not too over the top but and i think they're just a i think they're just an energetic band to listen to and i really like them yeah i like them too all right jt you got any more no i think Redeem i'm good yourself from the eric clapham debacle shut up well, I think that that's going to do it for us, ladies and gentlemen. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this live stream. I want to thank what well, one of our guests had to leave early today, but then I want to thank the good, my good man, Matt Hemsley for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. You are an, always a pleasure. You're always welcome. Of course. Uh, and, uh, and thank you for inviting me on it. I do so much fun. It was great right. to talk about, uh, you know, these underappreciated music artists today. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It's, I mean, you're a very insightful person and we'd love to have you back anytime. Yeah. Thank you. So, and as always, joining me as always is my good man, Bill Murphy. Bill, what, what do you have to say again? And don't forget to check out the Sports Insanity podcast. We are on all platforms. And check out, and also don't forget to check out our, now that football season's here, don't forget to check out our NFL pregames, such as the Thursday Night Gridiron, which is on tomorrow night at 7, hosted by yours truly. And also don't forget to check out the Sunday Sideline Report on also our YouTube live channel on Sundays at 10 with hosted by my very good friend, Mike Rifkin and like, comment, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Yes. And I keep having to sit here and shamelessly plug my work here. (laughs) Shameless. Don't worry. It's all right. You, you always do a good job, but it's always a good time. So anyways, Uh, we always have fun here. Oh, we do. Thank you so much for joining us, everyone. And remember, if, if you like what you've seen here, subscribe to our YouTube channel where you can buy plenty of Superview Show t-shirts like the one I'm wearing right now. Plug Get your t-shirt here! Get your t-shirts! Plug for our store. Like and subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, simply at The Superview Show and at Superview Show on Twitter. You guys are amazing. We'll see you guys next time. And until next time, be good. Or else. Good.